Hi there, my name is David Wilde. I'm a filmmaker actor from Scotland. This is podcast 14. In this podcast, this is from a little chat I had uh, with Stephen Brady, who's an actor I've worked with for many years on my crime series, Crime Lord. Um, I spoke to him a couple of months ago. We had a little chat. It was on a vlog, which is also on YouTube, which I've turned into a podcast here. This was just before the coronavirus really kicked off. We were getting ready to do Crime Lord in the weeks ahead. Obviously, things have changed. Um, I lost some investment. I'm still going to continue with it. So, uh, yeah, there's been a few changes since then, but more or less we've still got the same sort of plans. So we're just really having a chat about Crime Lord, what it is, how we get started with Steve and me, etc. So thanks for listening. We're in a place called, uh, it's a kind of warehouse in Clay Bank that is for creative sort of arts run by Alan, forget Alan's second name. Apologise, Alan, you see this. The Arstruck uh, Academy? Yeah. So it's, um, he's kindly let us use this place. It's for hire for creatives and filmmakers as well and all sorts of stuff. So it's a great space that we can... Uh, I do showroom shots, which is making scenes and short films for actors. Um, but the more I looked at this place for the second season of Crime Lords, which I'll briefly talk about for anybody that's not seen it, which is probably most of the fucking planet. <laughs> it's all the planet, eh? Yeah, so Tell I never assumed that, oh, you're like Crime Lord, let's, we're just updating the Crime Lord, and people go, what the fuck's Crime Lord? We're the only ones that know you about know, it. It's only with hardcore fans like your Dave, Dave Claxon and... Hi, Dave. You know, hi, Dave. <laughs> if Dave's watching us. And many others, but we don't want to be here all day crediting everybody. And many others. No. Thousands of people watching it, you know. Millions. Millions, millions. So yeah, we're in here uh, looking for, we shot in here just before, was it just before Christmas, October? Yeah. We shot some scenes in here for season two of Crime Lord. Had a little break because of Christmas, um, not just because of Christmas, because of finance. <laughs> Getting new kit, new camera kit and stuff, That's which we were testing it today. Testing out a new camera, the sound, the way to make things more efficiently and faster, because speed is everything when you're making things with no budget. For the people that don't know, for the few people on the planet that don't know what Crime Lord is, what is it? The best person to tell me all about is you. What are you asking me for? Um, You're the best well, person. We'll show you a conversation going here and uh, it's not just no, me I, doing I'll, a vlog for the camera. I'll, well, I'll do this one. Um, crime Lord is a... Better person talent than me. Is a crime series about a crime writing criminal. comes out of prison after 15 years. Um, he wants to be a crime writer. He wants to go straight. He meets up with this guy, this character, who um, is also trying to evolve in the new world. Um, he used to be a porn filmmaker and he's trying to do other things because that's all went hell up because everything's free. Um, my character who wants to be a writer, realises everybody's writing, it's not that easy to make a living out of your creative industries like we all know, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, slowly they get together and start to create a partnership and business and then they have an online sort of service um, that's like the Godfather service but it's online. So people come online and get problems, the police kind of solve the problems so... We look online, see what the problems are, and the idea it's going to go that way is that we're going to help them out and fuck them up. But like every criminal, we need a front. So um, the idea is to get a nightclub in season two, which is our front, which we can invite all these celebrities along because he's got access to his ex porn stars and call girls who have got a lot of Twitter followers and celebrities. And if we get them in the club, there's a way of extorting them in a good way, you know. <laughs> It's a typical gangster thing where you get politicians yeah. and everybody in your pocket, you know, but it's using a new digital age. Then my character as well has got to have his front, but he's got the club with him. 
So you, you become my sort of manager as well, stroke entrepreneur, businessman, everything gangster, and becomes a manager and, and encourages me to go out and learn social media and do book tours, pop-up book tours up in the country. But at the same time, the book tours are about your front because when I'm in Manchester or Newcastle or London or Glasgow, then I go to the back door and I wait to do a hit somewhere. And we him in London as well. So it's that double life of a crime-rating criminal with these two characters. Um, they help each other. He's he's you know he's building a business with me and sort of manager. So it's there's a lot of ways that it can go. There's a lot of fun ways for it to, to expand. It's got legs on it, you know, because they end up. The goal is to they build a criminal empire, and my books eventually become successful. But he's still this criminal, you know. So can't take the bad guy out of the. Yeah. Uh, so it's um, we started this when. For other people that don't know, which is most of the planet. Forever ago. Probably six, was it six years ago? Aye. And it was started, I started it as a little, it started as a project. It really started from a short film that you were in Cold Girl. Oh, right, aye. It started from Cold Girl, it was just your character, it wasn't called Crime Lord, it was just you, I wasn't in it. Aye. And it was a character, um, but I decided that that character was going to come into this series. And because I could work with Stevie well, then I knew it was going to help have to be somebody that I could work well with for years because it was going to go for years, you know, you're falling in it, you know, you're getting all actors, you fall out with them, vice versa, you don't know if you're going to have a long-term working relationship, so, um, and then we've done a, a sort of, you can't call it a pilot, you know, a concept episode, no. we've done it, which, when I think about it, I actually forgot we'd done that. Remember we done, uh, it was about 40 minutes long, 35 minutes long that we done. I'd have, the... The very first one where the we very first to, one we've done, yeah. um, which I put a little clip on this aye. with Jim Sweeney and that's right, yeah. time was in that, aye. and then I completely scrapped that. Um, that's right. I have forgot that one. Eh? Yeah. There was a lot of work in progress. <laughs> there was a lot of work in progress. <laughs> Even now, it's totally work in progress. It's, it's all work aye. in progress, but it is when you're working with. I forgot all about that. Eh? Yeah. Aye. Yeah. So the reason I scrapped that, I think it when you when you put the title Crime Lord and you think gangsters and guns. I think you just didn't deliver a bit, enough of your punch, you know. Um, that wasn't any critical feedback because it was only on YouTube. I just threw it out there. And then within, yeah. about, within about a week, um, people were saying good things. But I'm very much, the Stevie will know he's working with me in a few things. If something's not working, because we're working with such no budgets, there is a point where you know you're compromising and there's a point you go, that's just not good enough. Aye. It can be shitty and it can be cheap and it can be rough, but there's a point you go... No, it's not working. so I use I usually just burn it, you know. Um, so that went in the bin, and then I think it was probably about a year later we started again, you know, from fresh and shot a, a full hour episode where it did deliver a bit with gangsters and guns and shit, and the concept's still there. Aye, because um, it's not just about gangsters and guns. That's boring. It's about the the, the, the storyline behind the, the characters line, as well. You know. The build up of where the characters um, were going. But we had a lot more characters in that that we got with uh, John, remember in the pub? And, yes, aye. And so, so we shot that, and that's the kind of way it's been gone, really, and then there's more episodes, but how did you get, in, I know how you get involved, but you tell me how you, it started with you, you and me, really. It must be about 10 years ago, Neil. Yeah. We started off, uh, uh, remember that film you were doing, the first film you decided to get back into, uh, Mission X? Mission X. So... I got a wee call from you to yeah. go for a wee interview of that, and that's where I started with me and you. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's why, I, and it was probably a year or two later, actually, for Call Girl. 
Aye, and then two years after that, then yeah, for the first the first one of the crime lord, the first real one. Yeah, and uh, then even that we only done three, did we not? We only done three episodes, and then that was a big break from there. We were there was a big break from there. We done a, like an hour thing, and then we done another little episode, um, and there was a big gap between that because again, when there's no money, so it was basically me, me saving money or getting some credit card money. <laughs> You could oh. see the difference in in the age and the characters and like yeah from when I started to then well, you, it was you supposed have, to be the next day or the following week but did you have here one of them I probably had a ponytail I <laughs> uh, I don't uh, think it was that drastic but I <laughs> but once upon a time yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's going back that far so when you think about it uh, I, I know where you're going I know where you're going yeah. Yeah, so we just basically kept uh, going with it because it was something to, for me, it was a learning process just how to make uh, kind of no budget films and act. Something to do, it's that to break was, away from the norm, isn't it? Aye. But that's what, that's what you always said, and I said this before in a video that we didn't push out there much before, where some people get insulted by this, where you, where you uh, uh, something struck me when you said that why you do this sort of stuff, and you said, I'm doing it as a hobby. Yeah. Now, if you say that to some people that want to be actors or filmmakers... No, if they want to be, go you know. ahead and be. But for me, personally, I'm just in this... This is not my This is not my job. This is not my profession. This is what I do as You've a You've got a business. This, is what, I, this is what I enjoy doing for the pastime. Yeah. I'm not hard... But this is what I'm trying to bring back to. There's people that start out as actors and have not done much in filmmakers. My point is with us that um, because I agree with us for a, for a different way. They start out and they go, right, okay, I've done two little films, right, I'm a professional now, I want to get paid and I want to be in films. When actually, it's like that kid in the bedroom that is a computer geek, and or it was when Spielberg was making eight millimetre films as a kid as a hobby yeah. for 10 years. I or I think your hobby, you have to ha do something as a hobby and then it can turn into a career and a passion. I know, if it does, that's a bonus. If then it doesn't, you're still doing it. So that's what I'm talking about. We've been right. kind of doing this thing like, I never started to be a filmmaker when I was a teenager or 13, but I felt that when I started doing it like this, that was me starting yeah. doing it like right. that. You know, so that you learn beyond the mistakes and you learn all the stuff. Right. So when you said that, that struck a chord in me. You know, I'm not making, because I don't know many times I've seen people say, I'm making a short, I've never made a short before, I'm trying to get it to Sundance. Well, right, do you know what I mean? It's like, why do you have to go and fucking go on the global stage yet when you don't, you've not really learned to be a filmmaker or an actor I yet. know, Do you I, know what I mean? That's learn the point. trade first. Learn the yeah. trade first, like any other profession. Uh, learn your skills, learn your talent, learn the ups and downs. And, you know, um, so that's why I got on with you with that sort of attitude because I knew I had to be with somebody that this is going to be, I mean, probably go nowhere, it's left and right. Um, we've got it on Amazon now, but way back then, didn't even know if it could go on YouTube. I know. <laughs> from uh, the beginning of. <laughs> the thing is, although it's although I say it's for a hobby, and I don't take it serious as a career, I still take it serious when I'm doing the job that it's supposed to be doing. Oh, of course. Aye, aye it's, it's not just, a, when we're doing it, it's, it's still not. not a, it's not. Like, no, yeah, we still aye. take it serious. Aye, you know, aye. Aye, of course, you don't take yourself serious, but take, you know. Um, aye, I take the job on hand serious. I mean, we've worked on a few things together. We've done Crime Lord and we've done uh, Cobbler the Killers, Niall Varen, uh, which is a feature film. That's right, um, aye, aye. But I can see over the years that you've learned your craft oh, doing this. I've seen you go, stuff, get aye. better and get better and get better. Aye. And it's actually been, you know, that was a great role, I think, go, you, you played in that, that film. Because you know, we're playing contrasting characters, really. Yeah. We're, we're different. I enjoyed that. that um, was a good, good so my point I'm trying to say is you doing this as a hobby is actually... You, 
it's it's got you parts and learning and yeah, like, I know, a, like an acting school. Aye. Do you know what I mean? Uh, whereas sometimes actors will go, oh, "What's well, no right for me? I can't do that for the money wise." I'm not talking. I'm not trying to put myself up there, be saying, "Oh, you've been in my films." I'm saying it in just in general that I think that Philip C. Moore Hoffman interview he does on YouTube where he asks about acting advice and he says if somebody pays for a room um, for you to audition in, that's an acting opportunity. You should go for it, even if you know you'll not get the part. Or if somebody gives you a part and the part's not great, you go for it and you take the part because it's an opportunity to learn how to act in front of a camera, even if it's not yeah, great. Aye. Stuff like that. That's why you know, aye, um, to do it. That's my sort of attitude and I think that's why I got on with you because that's your sort of attitude. Aye, you know? pretty much. Aye. Yeah. If something yeah. down, I will do it. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. What we're trying to do here is, um, this year I've got on uh, my website about trying to do a Kickstarter campaign. Crime Lord has mainly been about, I would say about 95%, 97% self-funded, which is through, um, I stopped at robbing banks and, and stealing from people and stuff like that, and stole from myself credit cards and, you know, holidays that I never got with my partner, you know, to fund it, you know, which you've got to do, I think you should put your money where your mouth is. So most of it's been funded, uh, some, uh, you know, a small number of great people that were crowdfunders that have known me over the years that have been brilliant, they put some money in it over the years, so, but more or less the most of it's been self-funded, so what I'm trying to do, i got an investor for 50% yet, but they're not going to give me any money unless I get the rest of it, which I don't blame them for because... Aye. If it's not going to go, I'm, not, I'm just going to burn them, piss the money up the wall. somebody put 100% no. into it? No, uh, no. So, uh, they're willing to do half that. Yeah, yeah. The is a bonus. So, well, when they know it's going to happen, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. So what I was saying to Stevie was, you know, um, I'm not just, as I, you know, I've learned, I've, I've, I've had successful crowdfunding campaigns, I've had failures my first year. And what I've always learned in crowdfunding campaigns is that um, you've got to give value. If you just launch a campaign and say, please help us donations, this is what we're talking about today in the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, we don't have that desperation to get season two made to say, let's just launch a campaign and see if we can get money in. It doesn't work like that. No. You know. Um, well, lucky that we've got the platform for uh, the fourth season out there now. Well, we never had that before. No. The last campaign I launched was three years ago, which I didn't put a great deal of effort into because it really wasn't me. I didn't, I didn't want to do it. And then I funded the last three episodes myself. But we didn't have, the, we didn't have it in the platform. No, um, we've got one now. And just to take it now to the next level, I think that's the only reason we probably do a campaign. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, because we've got it on Amazon Prime in the US and the UK, New Zealand, a few places, and there's a lot more territories it's gone to. There's other, it's on Google Play across the world. So it's not become a big hit, but there's, you know, there's a lot of eyeballs on it. It's been, you know, I've got the feedback for the aggregator and they said it's doing well. Um, but you need millions of views for something to do well. So it's building. Um, so the idea as well was to, you know, I've had a lot of feedback when people would like to see season two and it's got potentially 10 seasons in it, you know. Um, and it'll only get me if it's much better than, because uh, we, we don't want to stay in the same room with the ladder, we want to No, you want to walk away. So we don't want to do the same thing no, no, again. No, no, so no. So it won't happen if we don't move up our yeah. scale. And we're not just going to say, right, we've got 500 quid, we're going to make season two for 500 quid. No, it just won't happen. Just, no. just forget about it. What we'll do is, as I just let it go aside, go make some other stuff, I've got my novel version that I'm almost finished. I'll put that out there and come back to you in 18 months' time or something like that. Or Let's if I've made money goes. elsewhere, 
you know, if I've made money elsewhere and I've got 10 dudes in my back pocket or something, then I'll come back to you. Um, hopefully, we'll not look like Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro and uh, the Irishman at the end when they're in the prison. They look at, like fucking 85 years old. It's hopefully, fucking, we'll be. It's getting close. It's getting that, close right? to it, though. Jesus. Where are you? Uh, 40, 40s, I'm 53. 43. We're getting close to it. Right. But um, the Irishman actually made me feel quite good because look at those old codgers. They're still I, going to gangster movie, so we are still spring chickens. I've still got we've a still, lifetime to live. We've still got a lifetime to go here, so we're still uh, spring chickens here to do the gangster thing. Yeah, so. Only babies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aye. We've got lots, lots to do. And I keep saying it. I can, this is what I always use with the card when I, I think of it getting up filmmaking because I think, oh, I'm getting on. I go, wait a minute, Ridley oh, Scott's only... Baby, yeah. Ridley Scott's nearly 80, or he is 80. Clint Eastwood is nearly 100, he's only 130, and he's still making movies. Oh, exactly, you know, so... <laughs> I always refer to those guys. Uh, um, so no, that's what Steve was saying. The idea is we're not just going to go and make it. So what we're, this is the start of... Let's just see if we can get the bait. Let's just see if we can get the nightclub. Aye, if, if you get the nightclub. Which, through there, can actually turn into the nightclub because this is a huge space. Yeah. Let's see if we can get the nightclub office. And it's like here. We can turn this into the office because we can do this up. Let's see if we can get another room that we can shoot in. And it's like, wait a minute, we've got this place. Now, there's a lot of other locations in Glasgow and there's a scene in Newcastle and there's scenes in London. So what we're trying to do is just share... The sort of the casting, some of the casting process, getting the locations, pulling it together, see what it's, uh, share it out there, you know, and get some interest and see people, this is real, this could be really good, and build it. Also give value. If people, you know, come on a campaign, can they be in it if they want to be in it, if they're in Scotland, they can come to the nightclub scenes when we do them. You know, they can appear Aye. in it, you know, mm -hmm. for real. It's all right saying it, but then we actually show the place and show you how we can do it. They can come to a book signing because the characters get a, a book signing in a club. They can come along, get the real book. Um, I'm also going to do some of that in London as well. So it's actually just pulling it together, share some stuff um, to show the vision for it, to show that it can be real. And then see if we can get enough interest, see if the mail list builds up, see if the... Um, and I don't mean everybody that joins the mail list is a potential funder. Um, if people join the mail list, it's really helpful if they sign up for the mail list, even if they just want to give it a plug. No, exactly. Aye, every little helps. Because when you launch a campaign, the first few days are really important. So if we get the mail list signed up with people that want to just give it a marketing push, um, and if they do that, you get a little credit in the series as well, just for that, without giving any money. So and The mail list itself will be the basis on whether actually yeah. we move forward or not. Yeah, yeah. If we can get the mail list before that. I've got a certain amount of number of people in the mail list at the moment and I'm waiting for that target to be hit um, in the mail list to know that that, I'm not saying that that's an amount There's of There's a potential that then, ah, right, we've got yeah. something here, but we might be able to yeah, yeah. go ahead with it. I'm so not saying that the amount of people in the mail list is the people going to fund it. What I'm saying, I'm saying the mail list is the amount of people give it a plug, you know, so if I know I've got a certain amount of people and saying, right, we've got a chance here, right, let's go, let's launch it. Um, because if you get so many people that are behind it, they're willing to give it a plug, then they plug it to their friends and they might see it and then before you know it, it can snowball. Um, it's so tempting film. I've seen it, I've done it myself in the past, is go on, let's just launch it and see if we can pull it together and just, and then before we you know it, you... We did that, we yeah. done that, we, we tried that, it doesn't... You're an idiot if you keep making the same mistakes, aye. you know. And we've made tons of mistakes to make yeah, you've got to do that. Again again, aye. Aye, you've got to do that, but um, 
there's nothing worse than when somebody's launched a campaign and all you're seeing is plugging posters the same day, please give us money, please give us money. That doesn't fucking work. No. You know, um, we're just going to share content and stuff like this. I want to make it when you know. people want to actually see it. So if I'm yeah, just yeah. ramming it down people's throats, it's like, uh, no, what's the point? No, and uh, it's like, um, and it's not even seeing it. It's like, people want to see if you have uh, if you put investment or time into something uh, and you're really serious about it. And, you know, I have put time and money in it. So on Amazon the first season, so that was a lot of work. But when, if, you, if you're serious about making the second season, well, let's see the time investment into making the videos and showing the locations aye. and showing the cast and who you've got on board. Doesn't need to be names, of course, at this level. But I just want to see the commitment to that, and then so that you know that it's going to definitely go if you put some money into it or if you share it. So that's the idea Aye. over the next few months. So even if the, even if that takes into the summer, the next few months, then decide is it got a chance? Then I'll launch it. If it's not got a chance, won't launch it. It'll just not happen. Um, and that's no big boohoo story. It's just like do other things. You know, plenty of other things to do. Eh? There's plenty of other things to do, but I don't want to give up on this concept because. Oh, I think it's good. I think I think it's it, a uh, it's a concept that I believe in. It's this double crime rate and criminal, and I think we've got a good chemistry. If we can do know. it the way we want to do it, yeah, with the the vision that we can where we can see where it's going, it'll be awesome. It'll be bloody awesome if you could just get everybody to see the vision that I can see and the vision. You, if everybody just sees. Awesome. This is the thing, but uh, when you do anything, you don't need people to see that you've got to so believe in it. I know, if you believe I, in it so much, you infect other people. It's like anything. If somebody says, uh, that is I've got this nice. idea for an iPad, it's this flat screen, it's just that it's a computer, it's that goal. Well, that's, I know, I remember when you came out for it. How the fuck are you going to do that? You That'll know? never take off. I said, you know, look, we fucking use them Aye. all the time. Instagram, what's that? That's shite. Facebook, what's that? No, you know. The mobile so, phone? I'll never carry one of them. Um, uh, J.K. Rowling turned in for Harry Potter. That's never going to go anywhere. <laughs> hey, I'm not comparing myself to fucking That's Jake. what I was going to say. I'm, I'm not, no, no. <laughs> I'm not comparing myself to J.K. Rowling. Of course not. I mean it the same way of thinking, the mentality that you can't give up. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. If you believe in something so much, you just keep And you going. know that it's got potential. Just keep pushing it for that wee... Extra wee step. Yeah, extra yeah. Step well, I've actually had crime, uh, good crime writers, actually, and I'm not a crime writer. Um, I've had good crime writers seeing the concept on places like Instagram and Facebook and send me messages and saying, that's a good concept for a story. You know, I, I like that, you know. Right. Um, stick in with it, you know. I've had that encouragement for novelists, you know. Aye. So it does be a wee bit of a boost, it, you know. And, if you be, and it's a good platform for filmmaking and acting. And the cast that we had on board the season one were great. You know, you know, everybody seemed to really work, work really well and really I natural, are brilliant, you know, I? so it'd be great to bring some of them back as well, uh, you know, quite a lot of them and get a new, new cast as well, because it's got levels to it that are just, um, because my character's a crime writing criminal, almost like the way in The Sopranos, they used to see dream se sequences and Tony's uh, kind of illusions because he's state, um, I love stories and films and serials where you can kind of jump out the world as well. You know, it's very re uh, gritty in reality. But as my character's writing some of the stories, sometimes I've said this many times before, I start a scene and say it's like an over-the-top scene like something like a Scarface. Um, and then we realise, we come back and we realise that's a scene from the novel. And then we come back to reality. So then it jumps into those sort of worlds. And then actually, if my character became a successful uh, novelist, then most novels are made into movies or serials. So... When they become successful, the novels get made, made into series and films. So then, of course, we get into the movie business. 
because there's more gangsters in the movie business as producers and distributors as there is in the gangster business. So we have conflicts here in the movie right. business, you know, having fights here in the movie business and potentially Hollywood as well. So it just expands into these different areas. And it's kind of exciting, so, uh, so many different avenues, like you say, you can go Aye. anywhere, anywhere. It's not like a typical Aye. British gangster film where you're seeing fucking, uh, you know, you know, season, uh, you know, the, the sequel, of the, the gangster movie where football hooligans are just beating the fucking shit each other. Aye, each other. Aye this has so many different you know, avenues. There's different down. levels, you know. Um, so yeah, that's why we continue, but we'll see how it goes, you know. And this is the first stage of getting the locations. Sharing some video content. Um, testing equipment. Testing equipment. Got some new equipment. And really soon. I'm trying this. You know. Trying different podcasts. See what we can do. Well, I want to do some video podcasting shows over the weeks. And I've got a little service for actors as well. Yes. I make scenes for actors. So as I'm making scenes for actors and showreels, it's a service I've got. I'm spotting some actors and they're asking me to be involved with it. So it's actually building up potential cast as well. And, aye, aye. You know, which is great. Um, but yeah, we thought we'd just jump on today, just do a little... Uh, Stevie's saying, what the fuck are we going to talk about? We'll, we'll just talk. Talk about anything. Somebody will watch it. There's somebody out there will watch it. I'm sure there is. Somebody will watch it. You know. Somebody will watch it. Probably me. <laughs> Probably you. <laughs> Just to see what we're thinking. We've got like. a couple of people. If there's yeah. anybody watching this, give us a thumbs up on YouTube, Instagram, or Facebook, whatever. Just a thumb. Go on. A like. A like. Yeah. There's a few no, people. No, dislike as well. Yeah. Christ. Hey. Dislikes work as well. I like dislikes. We're gangster. We don't uh, give a fuck about dislikes either. Uh, you no, know, I'm actually... The more the better. Yeah. If, 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 hey, it's I've content. Been, that's going to get interaction. Interaction is good. Yeah, I've, like, I've said it before. Uh, I've said it before. There was a guy called Scott Cowie that I know online, and he would go online. He's, he's, he's in a band, and he had a book, and he would read it on Instagram his bad reviews. No. Comic. I've considered doing my bad reviews in my films because I've got a few like everybody else. And why? Because it's just fucking funny to do that. Aye. Because people take things so seriously. I know. And you don't take your, you take your work serious, but not yourself. You can't please everybody. Um, so nah. any eyeballs that I can get... Some with people's going to think it's awesome. Some people's going to think it's yeah. a pile of shy, but who yeah, cares? That's fine. Aye. And you'll take uh, it out of context for what it is. So somebody says to me, this is no Breaking Bad. Well, of course it's not <laughs> fucking Breaking Bad. It's still got four million dollars an episode. It's still got, Jesus Christ, uh, there's no I'm many not making Breaking Bad. But this is what I was talking about somebody last week, which is... Um, the way that I like people discovering this is that if people, dis- I would rather people don't discover it on Amazon, I would rather discover it, this is what's happening with a lot of people, they discover it on Instagram because I put some little chapters out on Instagram or YouTube for 10 minutes for free, so people have got zero expectations it's worth anything yeah, or it's got anything about it at all. Yeah, but so I've gone in it with zero expectations. Zero expectations, you're not pretending this is big, some big huge aye. series that you can never compete with the big boys. Um, not yet anyway not yet anyway you know so uh, when they watch it on Instagram or they watch it on Facebook or YouTube or Twitter or whatever then they say that they watched a couple of chapters and then they wanted to watch more so they went to Amazon and watched it on the television nah, then they're you know, sold already then they're invested the in it but it's a no budget DIY series with accents they don't know what the fuck the accent but they can do subtitles uh, in, in Amazon uh, you know rather than the opposite way around which you can't this is more damaging. Yeah, you're, oh my god, this huge, it's going to be epic. This is going to be awesome. And then, you know, it's like, no, it's, you know uh, I just like the idea that it's, it's, it's like YouTube style. It's the people making YouTube videos for free. And no, then it turns into something else. That is the goal, really, you know. 
Um, what was it one person says to me one night? Oh, this looked really good. I was watching an Instagram. I watched two chapters, but I don't know what the fuck he was saying. <laughs> so I went to Amazon and put the subtitles on. Oh, and I watched that and I couldn't understand what you were saying. And oh, I get it. I like it now. We're season two, you know. Aye, aye. And then you get somebody that says to me one night, what was it, an Amazon or something? They left a review and he says, this is like, this looks dirty. And it reminds me of an 80s porn film. And it's gritty and it's kind of grungy and it's kind of messy. And it's kind of fucked up. I loved it. <laughs> you know, so that was like a positive review to me. If they said it was slick and it was trying to be the next Sopranos or the next Breaking Bad, be slick. That's shite. Aye. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I want people to take it for the context that it is. Aye, so you know. Honest reviews. Honest. Likes, dislikes, we don't care. Don't care, as long as we get some sort of attention. Everything's about attention today. If you've got somebody in TikTok that is dancing on somebody, have you seen some of the TikTok's videos? And they get attention, so any attention we can get beyond that, you know. So anyway, don't want to waffle too much, I always say it. So we thought we'd just jump on, hoping somebody that's watching it. If you don't, well, we'll watch if it. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, cheers. Um, that's about it, isn't it? So over the next few weeks, um, I'll be sharing more videos, more vlogs, because I had a little bit of a break for social media. Stevie will not be on too much. I've had to drag him on. I was going to say by the hair, but I never had to. I dragged him by the court, you know. <laughs> um, he'll be forced to come on in the weeks ahead, you know, as part of the PR campaign. Well, he needs campaign. to get better, eh? He needs to, to get, get better. better at it, you know. Because um, he said when the camera goes on, he never shuts up, you know, when it goes off. Um, so anyway, thanks for watching. Uh, if you're interested in Crime Lord, check it out on various platforms. Um, I'll be sharing more stuff over the weeks and see if we can get it rolling over the months. And uh, I hope everybody has a great weekend. Thanks a lot. Cheers. I never give up. I've been down and out. But I never stay down for the whole 10 count. I never give up. I've been out in the rain. But I know that if there's no pain, there's no gain.